All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the 3F7 podcast. We got a little different episode or different type of episode for you guys today. Uh, I will be going to pick up my Land Cruiser on our normal scheduled podcasting day. So I'm going to sit down and record something for you guys right now that I think, hopefully, will serve many of you uh, in a beneficial way. It's something that's on my mind uh, and definitely applies to my life, and I'm a human just like you, so I have a feeling maybe you've asked yourself this same question, or maybe not. Maybe you're not asking yourself this question, and that can be a problem because it's a question that I ask myself all the time and I have to make sure all the time that the truthful answer to the question is what or or is the things that it should be all right and that question is why are you doing what you are doing have you guys asked yourself that question lately why are you doing what you're doing with your life, uh, with your career, with your free time, uh, in all aspects of your life. Why are you doing the things that you're doing? A lot of you guys probably haven't asked yourself that question about the different areas of your life. You haven't asked yourself that question in quite a while because you're afraid to acknowledge the answers to that question. Because if you really acknowledge the true answer, the true answers to the question, why are you doing what you're doing? It would, um, it would probably, uh, make you feel like you needed to make some changes and making changes is not easy. Making a change in, in any area of your life, in your in your career, um, in your your hobbies, in your day-to-day life, in your relationships, uh, in your faith, change is usually not easy. Once we get settled in to doing things however we are currently doing them or how we're used to doing them, a lot of you guys don't ask yourself the question, why are you doing what you're doing uh, not only because you're afraid of the answers, but um, I think also because of the way our lives are structured in this modern society, I don't think a, a lot of us slow down ever enough to ask ourselves why. Um, once we become you know, young adults or in our 20s, late teens, early 20s, we just, a lot of us just get kind of sucked down this path, uh, get kind of guided or directed into some specific role in life uh, just kind of by happenstance. I think that happens a lot. And we get sucked into this role or this job or, or, or this this um, lifestyle, 
maybe whatever it is that you're that you're experiencing right now you you kind of you kind of just end up there and because things come at you fast and and it just happens and you just end up in some place that you know maybe maybe you never belong to be in that place maybe it's not right for you but you ended up there and you just stay there and because life keeps getting more complicating and busier and more expensive as you get older you never even have time to ask yourself why the crap am i doing what i'm doing now here's some answers to that question that i i've uh, when i in the past i've answered I, I, when i've answered that question for myself why am i doing what i'm doing here's some negative answers or some wrong answers to that question and I have personally um, experienced every one of these answers at some point in my life. Uh, these, these, these answers have came up when I asked the question, why am I doing what I'm doing right now with my life, with my time? So one of the big ones, <laughs> I know I've felt this. You may be feeling this right now. And this is really pertaining to... Um, to your career, what you're deciding to do for a living. One of the answers is because it pays the bills. I hear that quite often. I felt that in my own life. You're, you're stuck spending the majority of your day, every single day, five days a week, doing something uh, just because it pays the bills. You get a, you know, you get a little paycheck may even be a good paycheck, but it's paying the bills. And that's what keeps you there. And that's why you're doing what you're doing with the majority of your time. Well, that's not a very good answer. It's not a very healthy answer. Um, that's the wrong answer to be doing whatever it is you've got either sucked into doing or you've chosen the route you've chosen to go. The other answer, because I feel stuck. If you ask yourself, why am I doing what I'm doing? Maybe it's because you feel stuck. Like there's no other, there's no way to get out of the career you're in. There's no way to get out of unhealthy relationships with friends or people in your life. Um, there's no way to get out of this, you know, bad place or, or this, this uh, mindset that you're in or this habitual um, activity that you're doing. Or, you know, th th you just feel like, I'm stuck here. This is just, I, I might as well accept this, right? Because this is just going to be my reality from now on. Because, because I don't have time. I'm stuck because I don't have time to make the change. Again, change is hard. I don't have the time, the resources, or the ability to make the changes that I would need to make to get out of this job, uh, to, to change my mindset, to get to a better place in my spiritual life. I'm just stuck. I accept that this is what my life's going to be. 
if the answer to your question of why you're doing what you're doing is I feel stuck, um, I understand that might be the way you feel, but I want to remind you, you are not actually stuck. What's actually happening is you simply don't want to put in the work to make the changes that have to be made to get you to a place where you're doing something that's meaningful. When you do to where you're doing something uh, that you can really give a, a good, legitimate answer to why you're doing it. You don't feel like putting in the work, man. You have every excuse. You've got a whole list of excuses, actually, of why you're stuck. But you're not actually stuck. That's just a lie. I know that's harsh for me to say that because a lot of you guys are listening to this and you're saying, well, I'm a single parent raising three kids or, you know, I have all these bills or, or I have, uh, I, I don't, I don't have time or maybe I even have a health problem. That's, you know, whatever it is, look, there is always a way there is always a way. Now, I truly believe that that's been my experience in life. I know, again, I realize a lot of you guys are going to be mad at me for saying you're not actually stuck, but that's the truth. You know, I've seen people, well, for instance, my own mother. I've seen my mother that uh, when we were young, she was, you know, her, her, her life and the answers, I believe, to the things that some of the things that she was doing, um, the, the answers to why she was doing it was probably an unhealthy answer. And so I actually watched her, you know, take care of my brother and I and uh, take care of her herself physically and mentally and put in the work that it took uh, for her and, and specifically in her career, to get unstuck. She found a way uh, to, to make the time, even when there wasn't any time, to go and earn her teaching degree and go on to earn her master's degree in, in education and do a job uh, that she has now done for many years with the right answer to this question, with the right answers to this question. Why am I doing this thing? I saw her get herself unstuck in the, really, really when the odds were greatly stacked against her. She made the choice to put in the work. It was hard. I can't even imagine how hard it was, but she did it. And that was, that was inspiring to me. Um, I felt stuck plenty of times in my own life where there seemed, you know, the, the, the story um, of me having to have heart surgery to become a SEAL. You think I didn't feel stuck when the Navy kicked me out, took my one dream that I had as a young man away from me, told me that would never be an option for me to become a SEAL, because I had this cyst on my heart, uh, 
They kicked me out, sent me back home. Do you not? Do you think I didn't feel stuck? But I, I found another way. I found some way to make it happen. That's just one example. I'm not saying that I'm perfect. I'm just trying to give you examples of my own life and people close to me who I have uh, witnessed when me or my mother, we had every excuse to just settle in to something less than what we wanted. We had every excuse. But we decided to do what had to be done to change our circumstance. A lot of you guys, the answer might be because it's easy. I've been doing this job for 20 years, settled in. It's easy. You know, I get to I get to go home at the end of the day and I don't have to think about the crap that I have to do at work. You know, I I know I know my task that I have to do every day. I got it down pat. I'm just staying here doing this thing that I'm doing because it's easy. I'm settled in, man. Now, why is that the wrong answer to the question, why are you doing what you're doing? Because I, I would I would um, tell you, at least from my experience in life, that anything that you are doing that is easy for you is not going to produce any growth or be fruitful or be rewarding or fulfill you in any way, shape, or form. You just become a robot when you just accept to only do what you're doing because it's easy. And that can lead to a very uh, unfulfilling and potentially wasted life. All right. Now, here's a big one right here. I have to, I have to check with myself on this answer all the time. A lot of you guys might be doing the things you're doing because it's what others expect from you. I have to check myself on this all the time because of now our social media and, you know, YouTube channel, and we have people that follow us, and I think, well, I not, not I think, I know that a certain amount of people have expectations or put their expectations on me, basically what they expect me to do, say, um, and so I have to check myself all the time. And, and, and this for me is, especially, I know this sounds silly to a lot of you guys, but with ultra running, I have to check in on myself because much of, much of my personality online revolves around running, right? And so when I go run a race or, you know, I'm out just doing training runs or whatever, I have to check myself, why am I doing this? So now this is applying to me more, what am I doing as a hobby? Am I doing, am I out here running or am I signing up for this race? Because I think it's what the people who follow me on social media expect from me. Or, or am I doing this because it's actually what I'm enjoying? 
Am I finding enjoy, enjoyment and fulfillment in, in the activity of ultra running? I have to really ask myself that question. And there have been times when I have went and raced. There have been times when I've done things and um, done them simply because it's fulfilling the expectations of others and not because it was actually fulfilling me in what I wanted to do, right? So those are some answers when you ask yourself, why are you doing what you're doing? If those are the answers that pop up, we need to assess ourselves. Now, where this whole conversation comes from is the rite of passage mission that we just ran this last weekend, it's, it's a really difficult thing for me to do as an instructor. It costs me a lot to go personally to go out and host this training miss, mission because I'm out there with the students the whole time and it really beats me up. It's a hard mission, man. The rite of passage is a hard mission. It really beats me up because I'm out there with them, experiencing the same things that they're that they are experiencing, staying awake for you know a long time. Uh, the rite of passage, the actual mission, is only 24 hours, but by the time you do the debrief and the cleanup and and all that good stuff, uh, you know you're up for a day and a half or more. So. I, I, I ask myself out there, when it gets hard even for me, why am I doing this, man? And so it was, it was really, but it was a good question for me to ask because it really made me hone in on the answer to that. And the reason why I was out there this past weekend with this team of awesome people doing the rite of passage mission was because I get so much enjoyment out of being able to put people through what is the hardest physical challenge and and possibly mental challenge that they've ever encountered in their life. And that's the truth for 95% of people who ever do the Rite of Passage mission. It's the hardest thing they've ever done in their entire life, physically and for some mentally. And I get to be a part of that. I get to facilitate that. I get a lot of enjoyment out of that. I get a lot of fulfillment out of that. I, I absolutely love the fact that I get to be a part of their hardest moment. I get to be there when these individuals that come out and train, I get to be there at the moment when things get harder than they wanted it to get. That's an awesome moment. That's a defining moment for people. And I get to watch it happen. And I actually facilitate the thing that gets them there. 
I see it in their eyes that that exact moment when everybody that comes to the rite of passage, they want it to be hard. But for 98% of them, there's this, there's this switch that gets flipped and there's a distinct moment where all of a sudden it gets way harder than they wanted it to be. But they still continue going. They still continue moving. And that just fills me to the brim, man. That's why I love that specific mission so much. And I get so much enjoyment out of being a part of that, being a facilitator of that for people and the growth that they receive from that, seeing that happen. I get so much enjoyment from it. And that's why I put myself as an, as an instructor out there to facilitate that mission. That's why I'm okay with it, you know, costing me physical pain and putting stress on my body and costing me time and preparation and mental energy. I'm okay with the cost, man. Because I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing because I find so much fulfillment and enjoyment in the moments that are brought about on that specific mission. So that's a real healthy answer. That encourages me. Okay, I'm getting a lot of enjoyment and fulfillment from this. That encourages me. And it's also helping others at the same time. That's the truth. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I personally have to ask myself this, especially with these live training missions, because I personally don't have to do them. So there has to be real good answers for me. Um, and I'm so thankful that I can truthfully answer why I do, specifically pertaining to the rite of passage, why I do that thing. Another thing, another good answer that you might get when you ask yourself this question. Because it plays whatever the activity is, whatever the job is, whatever the purpose is that you're fulfilling, whatever the role you're fulfilling, it plays to your unique gifts and strengths. And this was another answer that popped up. Why do I do the rite of passage mission? Why do I do the basic course? Why do I do what we do here at 307 Project. It's because everything that we do, that I get to do within 307 Project, really is within the boundaries, the, the, the boundaries or it plays to, the, to, to my own personal, unique gifts. Um, God has, the Lord has, I believe, preserved my physical health uh, and my mental capability, the Lord has preserved those things that he has gifted me with, with physical health and strength and mental health and strength so that I can do what I do. So the training that we do here at 307 Project fits within my own personal strengths and gifts 
that the Lord has given me as a unique person. I think that we should all assess ourselves. What is it that we are good at, uniquely good at? Every one of you has something. Every one of you has something about yourself that you bring to the table that makes you a unique piece of the puzzle. But a lot of you guys are doing something with your time that doesn't at all play to who you are as a very unique creation, human being, member within the body of Christ. And I don't, and what happens when you do that is you're never going to achieve your maximum potential in terms of what you have to offer to this world, what you can give to this world with your limited amount of time. Think about it. What are you good at? And find a way to do a job, to serve a purpose, to fill your time within the realm of how you've been created to operate uniquely. I think that's important. And then lastly, a healthy answer. I ask myself, why am I doing what I'm doing? And this pertains to everything within the the bubble of 3 of 7 Project. Because I feel passionate about the mission. Do you have passion for what you are doing? Because I know what I'm doing. I'm so passionate about it. Everything that we do here at 307 Project, there are many times where I'm so passionate about it, it keeps me up at night. And I think a lot of the a society would tell you that's really unhealthy. I'm here to tell you it's freaking awesome. When you figure out how to do something that you're so passionate about that maybe it keeps you up some nights, that maybe it it just fires you up, man. You're just so passionate about the mission. You believe in it. You see it bringing about fruit in the people that you serve, in your community. You're so passionate about what you're doing. Man, that's when you know you're really in the right place. For all you guys who are doing something with your life, which is, by the way, very short, very limited. For all you guys who are doing things just because it pays the bills, just because you feel stuck, because it's easy and you've just settled into it, because it's what other people expect from you, 
I want you to remember that doesn't have to be the way it is. But it's going to take a lot of effort. It's going to cost you something. It's going to take training. It's going to take investment. It's going to take good old-fashioned work. Might take a little suffering. It's going to cost you to make the changes to where you can answer this question with the right reasons. And let me tell you right now, nobody's going to do the work that it's going to take for you. I gave a little pep talk halfway through this rite of passage mission this past weekend. And I said something that I believe to be true, but that maybe we've lost sight of. Only you have the power to fix yourself and your circumstance in this life. No one can fix you for you. In other words, you have the burden to do the work that it's going to take to fix yourself. Again, that's a harsh reality. I think a lot of us, some of us, might think that a therapist is going to fix us, that a mentor is going to fix us, the right mentor, that if we could just catch a break, that there's some way that the, that the unhealthy parts of our life are going to get fixed without it requiring hard work and great sacrifice. I'm sorry, but ultimately, you must make the decision to fix yourself. Now, therapists and mentors and other people can, can help you navigate that. We can receive good advice, but when it comes down, when the rubber meets the road and it comes down to it, it's going to cost you. It's going to take effort from you. There is no other way, and there is no secret. You got to accept that, and you got to make the decision to fix yourself. You got to be okay with paying the, paying the price, man. So that's what I wanted to share with you guys today. Hopefully, you got something out of it. Again, it's really been on my mind, especially coming off the rite of passage mission. And, uh, you know, when I was, when I was deep into this thing with team four at four, three, four, five in the morning and the question popped into my head, dang, this, this really getting, this really, this really hurts. Why am I out here doing this? Man, I was so thankful to receive the right answers. It's so encouraging to me. So I want to let you guys know, if you want to come out on a ROP mission, we have a course August 4 through 6. I've got two spots in that course. We have another mission September 29 to October 1st. 
And I have three spots available in that one. I'd love to see you guys come out and be a part of that journey with you. Again, to um, experience that moment when things get harder than you wanted them to be and to help you keep going and reap the fruit from that experience. It fills me up, man. And I can only do it if people like maybe you exist, people that will show up, people who are invested in their training, intentional about their growth, people who want to find out new things about themselves. I can only do what I do because of people like you that show up to become better. And you entrust me with the job of facilitating that. So for all that you guys have came out, all you guys who have came out and done that, I want to thank you. And if you want to be a part of it, you know, you know the drill. Just send me an email at 3of7rop at gmail, and uh, I'll plug you in one of those spots that are available. Anyways, if you got something out of the episode, share it with somebody. I would greatly appreciate it. Um, the whole purpose of the podcast is to help people. And the only way we reach people with the podcast, new people, is if you guys share it. I love you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Some of you guys for years being a part of the Body of 307 Project. It means tr a tremendous amount to me. Enough said.